Previously on the Adventure Zone. Lucas, he's gone too far. He, he's found a grand relic and has apparently been experimenting with it behind our backs. Uh, all of these crystal shards are flying together and sort of self-forming to create crystal golem. I am casting Guardian of Faith, and I say it looks like Della Reese. Fuck yes. Yeah, Della Reese just stabs this right through the old chest. As you move into the airlock, it is not crystallized. The hatch closes behind you, and you hear a, a, a hissing sound. There's some, uh, some, some smoke in the room, and then the chamber's <laughs> full of snakes, and you drown in snakes. <laughs> you drown in snakes. You see a sign that says, The Magical World of Elevators. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Griffin's really sticking it to the people who say he's not allowed to have elevators in this game. <laughs> Hell, yes, he is. Elevators are sweet. Anybody who says differently can take a hike to the Adventure Zone. So the three of you are, uh, after, after uh, surviving a pretty thrilling Della based climax, and <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty troubling, <laughs> troublesome uh, sentence that I just said, uh, you find yourself in the magical world of elevators, something of a museum uh, dedicated to the uh, elevator-based achievements of the Miller family. Got it. Uh, Griffin, um, before we go on, I want to do something that I should have thought of last episode. Okay. Um, while covering the pendant that lets me talk to what's-his-face, what's-a-hoo-she? Um, uh, Lucas? Yeah, okay. I want to contact Angus Okay. and see what he knows about the Philosopher's Stone. Okay. Uh, Alright, so, yeah, just put in his put in his codec number. Boop, boop, Ring boop, him boop, up. Boop, boop, boop. How- Hello? Did you, what did you guys need? Hey, Ango. Um, hey, is that is that happening? Yeah, the the Jangus. Okay. Um, what what do you know about the Philosopher's Stone? We just ran into like a crystal golem thing that like sang to us, and it was like yeah, that should it was that definitely shouldn't happen. The Philosopher's Stone is just a a, a, a very powerful um, sort of cipher for transmutation magic, mm-hmm. and it allows you to change really any material into any other material. But it shouldn't be able to animate uh, material mm-hmm. um, because that I mean that's I don't, that's just beyond its capability. Do you Can know you anything just... about like a crystalline demon? It was like a glowing ball of light. It sang. It was really creepy. Sounded like a vocoder. How did it? How did it find you? How did it? T- tell me everything. Uh, well, we were walking across a crystal. Oh, let me do my magic. Just voice. listen to the last episode. Yeah, yeah tune really? into the, like spin the propellers. You, you, we just told him everything. Someone's been like setting aside their lunch hour to listen to this, and they're like, "Are these motherfuckers <laughs> really? <laughs> Seriously, I have one hour here. Okay, yeah. yeah let's let's do. We'll do a, cro- a star fade. Star wipe. I just told Angus everything. I, got, I, thought, I didn't realize the voice was coming from the monster we fought. It was from like a glowing ball that then Since like. I didn't correct him. I get, that, that makes sense to me. It sounded really cool, by the way, Griffin. Kind of yeah. hey, thank me you. Out. Yeah, that was yes. good editing. Um, 
uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it was it was somehow inspirited by a by a like a ghost or something like that. But it, it, you you said it came through some sort of like rift in in space time. Yes, yeah, that's not ghosts can't really do that. So I'm not a hundred percent sure what we're up against here. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll start cracking the books and see what I can find out for you. All right, do that. Thanks, Hank. Let us know if you come up with anything. Yeah, no problem. I lo- I love you. Love you too. Shut up! Don't no, please no. <laughs> I'm a big fan. It's like a friendship. Yeah, I tell my friends I love them. Come on, Daz, 2016. I love all my friends. I love our listeners. If you're listening to this, I love you. If you're not listening to this, go fuck yourself. (laughs) We love you. Sorry, we almost made you listen to Travis recap what happened last episode. Uh, So you're in the magical world of elevators. And there are... uh, The the room has these two rows uh, that, that you can tell just like looking at the elevators featured in each exhibit. Uh, it's sort of like a chronological detail of how this this particular invention that the, the Miller family brought to this world um, uh, sort of evolves. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a little plaque and a little description next to each one. Uh, the first one is kind of just like a crude bucket with a thick rope um, that has a year. It says 1469DR, uh, Roman Miller, which uh, is, is you, you into it to be Lucas Miller's grandpa. Uh, that you talked about last week. Yeah, because we're an intuitive um, bunch. Yeah, uh, clearly. Uh, it, this, this does not look like the safest elevator in the world. It basically does just look like a bucket. It looks uh, uh, it, it looks hundreds of years old. Some cockroaches actually scurry away from, from that particular exhibit as you come close to it um, and, and go near your feet. Which is and we stamp on them. We stomp on them. Okay. Okay. Make a make a reflex check to see if you can. There's three cockroaches. Okay. St- okay roll roll to stomp. One for each of us, baby. Okay. Come to daddy. I hate cockroaches. I rolled. Uh, let's see. What is reflex? Is that plus dex? Uh, yeah. We'll say dex. Fourteen plus two. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, three. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, yeah. Taco and uh, Magnus, you guys squish yours good. Hey. Well, yours, uh, w- yours scurries away. Merle, why do you love um, why do you love cockroaches so much? Yeah, what's shut up! up. I thought you hated Bug them lover. so bad. Shut up, you guys! Um, I'm saving my good rolls. So there's a few more uh, uh, of Roman's designs. There's a, uh, a one that looks like a bucket, but it's the pulley is looks like it's gas powered, um, which which looks pretty deadly. There's one that has a face on it, and the plaque says that it's called Upsy, your lifting friend, <laughs> um, and it's like a, it's like almost a cartoonish elevator that was obviously made to like franchise like obviously when elevators came to this world it was like a hot thing because you know you can imagine like when elevators came to earth it's probably pretty sick right like what no more stairs that's tight um where can so, i get so they, one yeah so they tried to obviously do it you know the park day of- that elevators were invented people just went around the stairs in their neighborhoods with ball peen hammers just destroying right them. never again won't need these uh, i step into then, that uh, closet and i'm on a different floor i'll never use these stupid stairs again <laughs> and then uh, on the other side of the room, there's there's a row of elevators that were actually designed by Lucas's uh, mother, uh, whose name is Maureen. Uh, and they're and way they are, better. Yeah, they're so much better. They're, they're more conservative. I mean, they were developed, uh, you know, a generation after uh, Roman's uh, lifting machines, is what he called them. Uh, so they look more like the the more traditional elevators, um, a little a little bit uh, less stylish, more functional. Uh, somewhere down the line of of hers is Upsy, the rad lifting dude, which is like a cool reboot of Upsy, your lifting friend. Um, he has sunglasses on. 
Um, are we to, that elevator? Are we to, that elevator was a commercial failure? Are we just to, on, on every 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 sense of the into word? Into it from the names Upsy and the nomenclature of like lifting machines. They're like these. Maybe they mastered like getting people up first and just didn't have a plan for like getting you back down. <laughs> uh, it's funny you mentioned that. Actually, right next to Upsy, the rad lifting dude was his uh, arch nemesis in the cartoon, and his name was Downzo. Downzo the Pit. <laughs> down, down so, um, down so, watch out, down so the forty story shaft. <laughs> uh, and then at the end of the line is just an elevator. Uh, but on the far side of this room, kind of in front of the next uh, airlock leading out of of this chamber, uh, you see something that looks unlike all of the other elevators in the room. Um, it is stairs. It looks like it looks like it's stairs. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> no, it's a uh, it's um. It looks very, very, very futuristic, like way too futuristic. It has like almost Tron neon outlines. Uh, it, it does. I mean, it looks like an elevator, um, but it is uh, it's the most futuristic looking elevator you've ever seen. And it is uh, it's it's sitting on top of uh, a cylindrical glass display case. Um, and when you look into that glass display case, it almost looks like there's a miniature model of the town of Neverwinter uh, inside of it. Uh-huh. Uh, and atop it is this hyper neo futuristic elevator uh, that is uh, labeled as the elevator of tomorrow. To scale? Um, is it to scale with the rest of the town? Uh, no, it's gigantic. It's like okay. it's like the, the your size, and it's on top of the the glass display case. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, Lucas chimes in through the pendant and says, uh, "Oh, uh, okay. So um, I I left that running in demo mode. Uh, that's the elevator of tomorrow, and it's it's consuming like a lot of power." So if you can cycle through the demo, uh, I'll be able to shut it down remotely, and and that should actually free up a lot of energy uh, for for me to channel back into the the lab's core uh, and keep us floating ab- above the sea for a little bit longer. What is, what does the demo do? What is it? Uh, it's a. I don't want to spoil a surprise. <sighs> well, here's it. here's my surprise. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Let, listen, like, I'm done. Taco, that's me. Hi. Yeah. I'm done with elevators. Never again. Okay. Well. Last Don't time I was in an so- elevator, vines tried to eat my dick. I'm never getting in an <laughs> elevator again. Suck it. Let's stop. Listen, don't say something you're going to regret, nope. okay? Listen. Not here's a the million thing. bajillion, a, my, my dude. A th- the the demo takes three minutes. You just go in there and you do the demo. And then it, you'll have to you'll knock me out like B.A. <laughs> Baracus getting on a plane. I, no way. Here, have a drink of this water. Absolutely not. No <laughs> okay, well, elevators for Taco. Some of, you, some of you guys need to get into the elevator and, and run through the demo, or else it's not going to cycle and I won't be able to shut it go down. Go for it, thugs. Taco's All right, I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll, Terra I'll firma, do it. baby. How many will it take? I mean, at least one needs to go in. And how do you know what we're doing? Are you watching us? No, I just heard that I asked you in the last episode where you were and you told me. Mm-hmm. I pick Taco up and I walk into the elevator. Why can't? Why? I don't even think I needed to do this. This is not important. Come and on, buddy. Don't, don't do it. I swear to yeah. God. He pities the <laughs> fool who carries him into an elevator. You will not like how this ends. I will burn a All spell right. slot on you. I give no chance. <laughs> do not put uh, me in an elevator. I'm done with them. Who's going into the elevator then? How many does it this need? Is- how many does it take? At least one. One to three. Would two one to three players? Would two give us better odds? I'm not gonna. It's an elevator. Uh huh. All right, I'm getting in it. I'll get in it okay. too. Okay. 
Magnus and Merle gets in, talking to I, I opened my pocket spa and fucking chill. You sold it. All right. What? You crack open oh, the I pocket did sell spa. It. You That's sold right. the pocket spa. Then I just, no, no, no. You, you held on to it. You sold the, the fan. I sold it. That's right. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I get in the pocket spa. All right. You pop open the pocket spa. You get a little pop tent out uh, that folds up neatly, neatly into your pocket. And uh, it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. And you, you hop inside and you get in a hot spring. And uh, there's little pucks of uh, scent that you can choose to t- pop in that hot spring. Give yourself a, a scented bath. Nice. And uh, also, there is a sandwich waiting for you Ooh, on the uh, lip of the hot spring. Daddy like. Nobody ever mentioned sandwiches. What, what kind of sandwich? Tuna fish. But it's a good tuna fish. Anything? Any toppings? I, I'm trying to think. I can't think of what would be in a tuna fish sandwich that would also go into the 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 Tex-Mex food stuff you're trying to get me to. <laughs> uh, no, there's um. Well, it's no fun. There's if some I don't actually. Trick there's you. some. Yeah, yeah. Lettuce. There's some, you uh, need lettuce. No. I yeah, there's some uh, diced tomato on top of it. Um, no, that's, delicious. Uh, okay, great. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, that was my plan. Tomato. That was a small... I think that's a pretty small piece of the puzzle, so I don't mind giving you that one on your continuing taco quest. <laughs> Just want to uh, keep it alive. Okay, Merlin, Merlin Magnus, you hop into the, the elevator of tomorrow, um, and there's just a single button there, and it has a timer over it that is stuck at three minutes. I push it. Okay. Uh, as you push it, uh, the doors of this futuristic elevator shut in front of you. And uh, Tucker, are you watching them? Or are you like, yeah, I'm just lamping. eating Trisket and chilling. I'm You're not watching, watching them through the through the open door. Yeah. You're watching them through the open door. Okay. You see uh, a pretty uh, incredible sight as the elevator of tomorrow doesn't go down. I mean, it does, but it doesn't go down in space. It actually goes down in scale. The elevator tomorrow uh, shrinks way, way, way down. And uh, uh, Merle and, and Magnus, you don't really uh, feel anything too different. Uh, uh, but Taka, you watch as their now completely shrunk down elevator okay. uh, very slowly descends into the glass display case. Cuts inside Taka, the elevator. Taka jumps out of the pocket, the pocket tent and says, do you see? Do you see? He's like running around with his hands in the air like Jordan after he won one of his many basketball championships. <laughs> Don't look so stupid now, do I? You tiny bitches. Back in, uh, back inside the elevator. Do 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 do. The elevator. I uh, could eat uh, you. Comes to a stop, and uh, uh, the doors open, and all of a sudden, this glass display version of uh, the city of of Neverwinter. Uh, it now looks pretty big to you. Like you're not actually. It's not actual size. You guys are actually like almost the size of the the some of the taller buildings in town. Kind of a Godzilla thing going on. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it is a weird version of Neverwinter because it doesn't look like the Neverwinter that you three have almost certainly visited at some point in your life. Um, there are some things about it that are a bit off, um, that the, the buildings are much taller for one thing. They reach into the sky. Um, there's a, uh, there's, there's, uh, uh, street lights. There's like not not like the 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 gas torches that you might see uh, in some of the more civilized towns in your world. There are like actual electric street lights, and there are uh, metal battle wagons. Uh, lots and lots and lots of them. Uh, there's a, a mobile in this in the sky uh, that uh, is carrying uh, these different airships of different uh, shapes and sizes and models that are that are circling. 
uh, this model version of Neverwinter. Uh, and it, it looks like an impossibly futuristic version of Neverwinter that you are now inside. And as the doors open up, uh, that three-minute timer begins to count down. Uh, Lucas, can you still uh, hear us? It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, so what's the deal? Like, can you tell us about it now? Yeah, this is this is my vision for Neverwinter, and ideally any town. Um, I'm, so I'm, not I'm, really I'm, an elevator, though, right? Like, we didn't really go up and... Like, it's not like this didn't get us to a different floor. So it's a pretty shitty elevator, really. Well, it's all semantics, don't you think? But it was more of like the shrink machine into a version of Neverwinter of Tomorrow. Well, you did go down, later. technically speaking. I mean, yeah, like, but it didn't really elevate us. Okay. But imagine, what if we could build like a tower that got smaller as it goes up, but you could shrink in size and adjust your own size as you go up. Wouldn't that be neat? Outside I mean, the glass, you, can, you guys can see Taco pretending to be Godzilla, like stomping <laughs> around and... Like little claws. <laughs> yeah, Taka, Taka, as you look down, uh, as they step out of this elevator, all tiny, like you, you, you probably do feel a sense of uh, grandiosity yeah, absolutely looming superior, over right. them. More than usual, which is considerable. And I bet he's huge uh, to us. Gigantic. Yeah, he's gigantic. Um, Taco, and actually from your vantage point, you actually see something else uh, on the outskirts of the town. The The elevator is sort of positioned in the, the center, the Times Square of this uh, this uh, this display, and it's a little uh, statue of George M. Cohan. Actually, you see a cockroach that is now scurrying over buildings and moving very, very quickly. Damn it, Merle! Of them. And then suddenly, <sighs> this cockroach is over the two of you on the side of uh, on the side of a nearby building, uh, and you hear it hiss. Uh, and rear up, revealing two dripping green uh, fangs, uh, and it, it hisses at you nastily. And then you hear like that sound effect that means you just ran into a random encounter in a Final Fantasy game, and we're off to the races. I, uh, I, the moment that I see that happening, I turn on my heels and I sprint <laughs> back to the pocket tent because I forgot my sandwich in there, and then I rush back so to where I could see really good. <laughs> Man, it'd be super cool if we had, like, our wizard with us. Uh, roll for initiative. He's with you in spirit and in large. <laughs> I rolled an 8 plus 2, a 10. Oh, God, I rolled a 4, but I get another roll. A 5. You're really bad at D&D. I am. Yeah. Uh, first in the order is Magnus. This thing uh, is... Uh, it's actually not too high up, because, again, you're about the size of the buildings. As a free action, can I tell my shield about the roach that I squished earlier? Ooh. Uh, you're going to have to make a buff check. Okay, what do I have no, to No, 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 it wouldn't be a buff check. It is a, actually, because you actually did kill a roach, it would be a uh, charisma check uh, DC 10. That would be, uh, that's, uh, what if I roll a 10? Hey, if you're curious what my initiative would have been, it's a natural 20. Right. Uh, it's a tie, tie goes to the. Oh, wait, runner. charisma? Don't you have yeah. charisma? Plus one. Yeah, plus one. Okay. 11. Woo! 11, yeah. Okay, yeah, the picture of a cockroach appears in your shield. Super next cool. Next to an armless robot. And I think that's the only thing you Yeah, that's the only thing I've done effectively okay. so far. Crystal Monster? He tried Crystal Monster. I failed. He tried, but he fucked it up. Okay, I'm going to two handed axe that shit. Okay. You're attacking the, the cockroach? Yeah, that's 18 plus 7, 25. That is a hit. Cool. Looking good. <laughs> yes, it Taco is. Taco cheering on the sidelines. Get him. 
Um, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna just attack. I'm not gonna do any of my special stuff. Uh, 1d10 plus 6. That is 3 plus 6. That's a 9. Okay. And then I'm gonna hit again with my second attack. Go for it. That's a nat 20. Holy shit. I forget what we do for that. Me too. (laughs) Oh no. Critical hits. When you score a critical hit, you get to roll extra dice for the attack's damage. Roll all the attack's damage die twice and add them together. Then add any relevant modifiers. Um, Okay, so roll your damage dice and then roll it again. And add the two results. That is a six. Plus five. Eleven. Plus your modifier. Yeah, plus six. So that's 17. So all together with my two attacks, it was 26. You're good at hitting shit. Yeah, it's the only thing I'm good at. Uh, yeah, you uh, you take one of its antennae off. Just whoom. You see it drop to the ground. It's pretty gross. Um, and can I just say, quick thinking on the stomps, because this fight was going to be much harder. Uh, yeah. But it is, a, it, is the cockroaches, it is the cockroach's turn. Uh, and he's going to uh, scurry on top of the building that he's kind of on the side of. And then point down at the two of you, and a cone of green slime yeah. is going to spray out of its mouth uh, and come towards the come towards the two of you. Point of order: You said quick thinking. Let's call it what it was, which is a fucking lucky break. No, I mean, it was a joke. Not. Let's call it a joke. It, it, it never crossed your mind that like I might have to get small oh, and no, fight oh, them. No, I saw that coming, cockroach. You no. saw it coming? Oh yeah, yeah, I saw it coming. Uh, <laughs> you guys are going to roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay. okay. Me too, or no? I rolled no. a 16. No, you're good. Because I'm so much bigger than it. Actually, go ahead and, did you roll, uh, go ahead and roll initiative taco if I you did. want. I did, it was a natural 20. Uh, well, I forgot to drop you in, but if you want to do something. Um... I don't. Okay. Uh, I rolled, uh, my dex saving throw was 16 plus 2, 18. Daddy? Yes. Oh, dex 12. Dex saving throw. 12. Okay, Magnus, you uh, uh, swiftly dodge to the side, stepping out of the way of this uh, green slime, uh, which coats your short companion. Uh, and uh, do, Merle, do I get to do the thing with the shield that gives disadvantage? No, that's for melee hits. Okay, um, this is a uh, Merle. It is a bad feeling when this uh, slime gets on you. Uh, a bad, burning, bubbling, acidy feeling. Um, and you take in my tummy, uh, on your skin. Oh, oofa doofa! Uh, you take nineteen points of acid damage. Ooh, mommy! How did that get through my suit? It it just it just did. It permeated it. Uh, it soaked soaked through it. How your suit convenient. is actually wet. Your suit is wet with acid, and it sucks. Okay, uh, um, but it didn't burn any holes in it or anything like that. It's a pretty great suit. Magical, yeah. one might even say. Uh, Merle, it is your turn. Wait a minute, how many points of damage? Uh, 19. Okay. I'm going to cast Banishment on the cockroach. Okay, you're just going to yell, Get out of here, cockroach! I don't no, love you anymore! No, my friend. Banishment is a spell where you send one creature that you see within range to another plane of existence. The target has to succeed on a charisma saving throw or be banished. For good? There's no way you have this spell. This is some like I'm showing it to Justin. Level four cleric spell banishment. He is sending okay. that cockroach to it, and you're using it against a cockroach. 
Well, is that, if you're looking for uncharismatic targets, well, that's I don't a good think call. Much better than a gun. And he did just hit you for 19 damage, yeah, so I, I don't know why I'm turning my nose too. up at him. Yeah, he can uh, suck old bub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the spell lasts for uh, one minute. Just making sure you know that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, uh, I will roll it. Okay, so you're trying to banish him to another plane of pieces. Uh, I rolled a 13. Well, I have 12 in charisma plus 3, which is 15. Uh, I don't think that's how it works. I think it's your spellcasting modifier, which is still more than 13. So, what okay, is- yep. This, this this thing, after coating you in acid, just goes spot and disappears. Uh, being, being spirited away to a harmless plane of existence. Okay. 30 experience. And now we just need to stand here for a minute while moral Why concentrates. You fucking dip. Yeah, we're going to get back in the uh, ye old elevator. <laughs> okay. Uh, the You pop back in the elevator, uh, and the timer above that button uh, says 130 on it, and mm-hmm. it's counting down. Cool. We wait <laughs> patiently. Okay. Hey, Lucas? Yeah? Was there anything else we needed to do in here besides get attacked by one of your janky-ass cockroaches because you don't clean your elevator yeah. room? Yeah, that's how it works. It's my cockroach just because I happen to appear. It's your lab. Clean your yeah. shit. My shit is pretty clean, okay? I don't spend a lot of time polishing the elevators. My yeah. bad, I guess. Anyway, no, there's not much to do in there except to appreciate my bold vision of the future, but I guess pearls before swine and all that. No, it's super great. I love your shitty Did elevator you and your weird glass town. Did you see the airships? Yeah, that was great. Oh, You're a real a, dork. How much time left on the nice. timer? Uh, it's at 45 seconds. I thought it was a nice touch. No, it was um, great. I love the way that they were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were there. And um, uh, actually, there was a way if you climb up one of the buildings, you could have ridden. Spop! The cockroach appears. It appears on the uh, top of the building uh, that I was on. And uh, it is whose turn? Uh, Magnus, it's your turn. You are in the elevator, and this cockroach just appeared back on top of the elevator it was on, or the on top of the building it was I on. I am going to brace at the door of the elevator with my shield between the cockroach and us. As, as okay. this is happening, you see Taka, uh, uh, it looks like he's trying really hard to open the glass uh, okay. that's encasing the town. But he, is there another sandwich inside the no, glass? He, he's not, but it looks... He's, oh, he's okay. making a very convincing show of it. <laughs> okay. Do you need uh, to roll a bluff check there? Yeah, I'm going to roll a bluff check on the on them. This is 18. All right. Well, we have... Taco's doing his best. We just have to make it to get back there. <laughs> we have to protect Taco. Uh, okay, we'll say you're preparing an action, I guess, Magnus. Yeah, I'm going to push back if he tries to get in the elevator. Is uh, it attached, yeah, by the way, just out of curiosity? Uh, what? The glass uh, encasing the... Yeah, the yeah, yeah. It kind of like uh, kind of like comes down in a funnel, uh, the, the, the pathway that they came through, uh, like a glass funnel uh, that they traveled through in this elevator. There really isn't a lot I could do. <laughs> I mean, without like raining shattered glass <laughs> down upon them. Uh... Okay, uh, next is the cockroach, who is going to scurry your way. And I guess let's do a... Um, strength check. Uh, yeah, or a grapple check, I guess, which is just a strength uh, contest uh, to see if you can buffet this thing away. That's a um, 22. Okay. This is just to see if he can get in the elevator with you. Correct. Um, this is not his action. Uh, that's only a 14 for me. Uh, so, yeah, this thing tries to get past you. You kind of push him back with your shield. 
Uh, and then he's going to take a, uh, he's going to jump in and bite at your ankle with his pincers, Taco. Or Magnus. God, why am I, I keep getting you confused. Like from outside the thing? Uh, yeah. Okay. He's going to like kind of poke his head in through the elevator. I gotcha. Uh, that is a 19. Uh, cool, cool. I'm trying to remember what the thing is. Oh, yeah. So the Shield of Heroic Memories, I get a plus one. Yeah, to your AC. Well, that's only 19. Yeah. Uh, and that is nine points of damage as this thing bites bites around your ankle and latches on okay. with its pincers. Ow. Um, Merle, you're up. Okay. I'm going to cast Prayer of Healing on me okay. and Magnus. There's about 12 seconds left on the uh, uh, elevator timer. What part no. of the cockroach is inside the elevator? Uh, like half of it managed to get in. Magnus was like bracing the door with his with his body, and so like only just enough of it to get in to get to get a good mouth around Angus or around Magnus. Then I changed my mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I have the funny feeling that he's going to block the elevator doors, and we're still not going to be able to get out of here. So I'm going to hit him with spiritual weapon. All right. What is it going to look like this time? This is so exciting for me. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to look like a great big golf shoe, a gigantic spiked golf shoe. Like a cleat? Like a cleat? Yeah, but with okay. spikes, you know, like in golfing. <laughs> okay. I don't know, but fine. <laughs> well, you're not a golfer like me. Fair. Um, so A lie. Uh, a lie, but fair. <sighs> Seven plus six, which is thirteen. I don't uh, no, think you, that's your spellcasting modifier. It what six? Hold on, I'm looking. Yeah, it is. Okay, he's he's got the extreme team bible that adds one. Uh, yeah, the shoe comes down on this thing, but it just kind of like gives it a weird like shiatsu massage. Okay, and then disappears. Fine, uh, Magnus, it's up to or Taco. It is you, uh, unless you choose to keep sandwiching down. I. Um, mm. wave the sandwich. Try to distract the him. Sandwich is very good. It's the one thing that I yeah. But if you wave a giant sandwich, <laughs> the giant cockroach is going to want it. I'm trying to find something that won't. You mean something you can pretend to be doing to help us? Yeah. Uh huh. Wave the sandwich. Uh, <laughs> I start to pray. That's fine. Um, I'm oh. gonna cast um a cantrip <laughs> called Minor okay. Illusion. Is that uh, illusion you're gonna make like a, a you're gonna make like a, a sound or an image of a, or of an object within range that lasts for the duration. This illusion also ends if you dismiss it as an action or cast a spell again. Um, so I'm gonna behind him. I'm just gonna cast like um like another one, like a, a picture of an um another cockroach. I don't know, and it's but good. It's wearing a dress, a really sexy <laughs> lady, yeah, like a cockroach. sexy lady cockroach. And he's wearing a dress, and um, that's heteronormative. I don't know what the what the cockroach's thing is. Whatever the cockroach is attracted so to, it's, it's like, his greatest okay. desire. Yeah, it's like it sees in itself. No, it's just like a... It, you like, create a sexual a, a sexual mirror of desire yeah. that projects... That's kind of sophisticated for it's you to a, make an a, illusion it's of. It's a sophisticated <laughs> illusion. How about this, then? It's an illusion of a sandwich. That like with uh, he's wearing a dress. <laughs> it's a like, very sexual sandwich. It's like, a, it's like a garbage sandwich that a cockroach would just go bananas for. Yeah. Okay. 
It's like dancing, uh, create, and it's like singing that "Let's All Go to the Lobby" Let's song. Let's all go to the lobby. This is this is important, by the way. I am not risking my actual sandwich in any sort of distraction-based activities. I cannot risk it falling out of the ground of this filthy elevator museum. So I'm not. It is. I I am holding onto that thing with a grip of life. Okay. In fact, if I need more than one hand to cast this press this uh this particular cantrip, I am out. Okay. Uh, yeah, you create a garbage sandwich, a dancing, singing garbage sandwich. Uh, and the uh, cockroach, still attached to Magnus's leg, uh, starts to scoot backwards, but like doesn't want to let go of Magnus's leg. So let's do another strength check as this, uh, as this uh, cockroach tries to pull you backwards out of the that elevator. That is an 18 plus 7, 25. Uh, that's only an 11. Okay. Uh, he... he uh, he can't pull you backwards out of the elevator to take you back to his desired sandwich prize. And you hear him sigh, and he sounds kind of bummed out. Okay. So Max, does that mean he let, does he let go of him? Uh, no, he's still holding on. The clock has uh, about six seconds left on it. Okay, I'm going to uh, free action, put my shield away. Okay. I'm going to grab... Um, uh, let's see. Would it be better to pull off his legs or his mandibles? Oh my god, not again. I'm gonna go for the mandibles because yeah. I've got my I got my Fledger's mitt and my um my magic punching glove. So okay, I'm yeah. not worried about his poison or whatever. I'm gonna grab them and pull them apart. All right. Yeah, go ahead and wishbone this guy. That is a seventeen plus seven twenty-four, folks. Yeah, slurp. These these two curved, pronged, acidic mandibles come right off your leg and right off the cockroach, who you hear hiss again, and he kind of rears back and is is. Uh, actually, the two of you guys make another dexterity saving throw because there is going to be a, just a little bit of gunk coming out of this guy now. That is a 12 plus 2, 14. Uh, 10 plus nothing, which is 10. Okay, yeah, you both, uh, both of you guys take four acid damage as this thing uh, uh, produces a uh, upsetting amount of goop uh, as it rears backwards. But as it rears backwards... The uh, the doors uh, almost with perfect timing shut, uh, leaving uh, leaving this now sadly mandibleless uh, cockroach uh, back stuck in Tiny Town, uh, and the elevator taco you see it come up to the surface of the glass display case uh, and return to its regular size, um, and uh, the doors open and as it does the lights inside of Tiny Town and the lights. Uh, those neon lights all over the elevator, and even the lights in the uh, museum shut off. And uh, uh, the three of you actually feel like a a jostle, uh, and and your stomachs give out just a little bit as the lab uh, very suddenly uh, moves upward a little bit. And you hear Lucas chime in and say, Wow, great work, guys. Uh, We we just added a whole lot of time to the clock. I was able to, to give us an extra, like, 24 minutes. Uh, that was uh, that thing was using a lot of power. I'm gonna watch an episode of Parks and Rec. Yeah, you got you got you got the time for it. What did you think of my city? It was super great. I put Top- the mandibles in my bag. Okay, yeah. You wait got a minute. Wait a minute. Pretty- wait a minute. Let's share the mandibles. There's two they're monsters, my fucking two mandibles. mandibles. No, they're not. Hey, wait. How do we split two mandibles three ways? You don't get any sandwich. I hug. Right? I hug Taco. Thanks for everything you tried to do. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I saw you working your face off out here. Yeah, I really appreciate you see, it. Did you see the sandwich? Thanks for risking the sandwich. You no, know, I never risked my sandwich. Don't you ever say that. I was just made a pretend sandwich for you. I give one of the mandibles to, to Merle. Well, that when we put the mandibles together, it says best friends. <laughs> This is Griffin McElroy, your dungeon master, your best friend, your yoga instructor. I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to hold that breath in. I want you to twist your body up until you feel calm and enlightened and stuff. Uh, Thanks for listening to episode 31 of The Adventure Zone, the third, I think, part of the Crystal Kingdom epic saga. Coming soon to a theater near you. If you listen to podcasts and theaters, don't do that. You pay for the movie. Watch the movie. Hello, it's me, the Internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry. Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply.
Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the foundation for black women's wellness. So go check it out. Macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. I have a personal message. If you want to get a personal shout out to somebody on the show, uh, it's real easy. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron and figure out how to do it there. I said figure out. We tell you how to do it. There's no puzzle. There, there, there are no clues you have to unravel. This message is for Wolfgang, and it's from Gimbal, Juzbin, Dag, Corin, and Satoru, your loyal do- dog squad. Uh, and they all say to Wolfgang, Wolfgang, you've been a beacon of light in the terrible world you've designed for us. Thank you for DMing us through burning bushes, stone shaper jokes, and so many flippin' dragon eggs. Here's to many more sessions, several spicy chicken sandwiches, and drawing pantless monks. I love this. I want this show to be like, uh, I, I want to basically become a singing telegram for Dungeons and Dragons players to appreciate their DMs. Because it's hard out there. And he deserves those spicy chicken sandwiches. Bring him a spicy chicken sandwich every game that you play until he's just so fucking sick of the things that when he sees a spicy chicken sandwich, he just pukes. One last personal message. This one is for Kinchi, and it's from Jimmer. What's with the names this week, gang? What's with the names that everybody has? Jimmer says to Kinchi, uh, happy 13th anniversary. Thanks for being the Killian to my Johan. So we're just going to go ahead and make that canon. I don't know that I'm ready to do that yet. Um, I, I certainly see a lot uh, of sparks between the two of them, but um, and, and some sparks between the two of you. And really, that's all that really matters. Happy 13th anniversary. Thank you for shipping our characters. Thank you all for listening to The Adventure Zone. We really appreciate your support. If you want to help us out, you can uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes or leave a review there. Uh, it helps get us a little bit of visibility on the iTunes charts. Um, you can uh, tweet about the show using the hashtag TheZoneCast. Uh, I think maybe in the next episode we're going to introduce some new characters, and we might name one after you if you tweet about the show using the TheZoneCast hashtag. Go listen to the other shows on the Maximum Fun Network. Uh, we do other shows like My Brother, My Brother, and Me, Sawbones, and Bunker Buddies. Uh, but there are lots of other great shows on there, too, like The Fop House and Judge John Hodgman and Jordan Jesse Go and Throwing Shade and so, so, so many more. Just go to MaximumFun.org and just click on literally any clickable thing on that page, and you'll find a great podcast to listen to. That's it for this commercial break. Let's get back into the action, the elevator action. That is, that's nothing. Uh, the next episode will be up on January 28th. So we will talk to you then. Bye.
Uh, so the only other thing really of note in this room is the exit into the next arcane airlock. Um, and really, it's providing the only source of illumination in this room. Now that all the uh, powder power has gone out in the uh, the magical world of elevators. Great. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it pops open uh, and you hop inside. It's very similar to the last arcane airlock you ran. It is a brightly illuminated uh, white chamber uh, f- full of full of white light. Um, and, uh, as you get in, there's another hissing sound as smoke comes out. And, uh, God, we can't do that every time, guys. There's going to be a lot of elevators. There's going to be a lot of airlocks. Uh, we can't, we can't snake it up each time. Okay, but just know, folks at home, every time Griffin says hiss, just in your head, think snakes. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, there's, there's another Y branch. There's another sign hanging in between these two rooms, uh, right in front of you. Um, one of the signs is labeled radiation ventilation maintenance chamber. Uh huh. And the other, uh, direction is labeled Lil Genius Buddy Bot R and D. I feel like this is a trick. Like if we want, why would Griffin make you a Y chamber when he so clearly wants us to go to the right? If we go to the left, maybe that takes us straight to Lucas. I think he's been playing Fallout. <laughs> I, um, it does sound like that. Can we take a rest? I'm down to twenty points, twenty hit points. Uh, I mean, you only got about you only got about twenty eight minutes. How long is the short rest? Like an hour. Yeah. What? Yeah. You don't you have healing spells? Yeah. Can I cast one of my healing spells? Yeah, sure. I'll uh, I'll burn a uh, prayer of healing. Actually, okay. I can cast it. Are you full hit? I'm good. All right, I'll cast it on me and Magnus. Okay. All right. Five plus six, which is 11. Great. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 2d8, right? Tight. Seven. 18. So. Nice. 18 points of damage. Or healing. What's the opposite of damage? <laughs> Non-damaged. Well, undamaged? Yeah. Now so, that you've been thoroughly undamaged, uh, it's time to make your choice. What was, the, what was the one to the left? The radiation ventilation maintenance chamber. And the other one was the little genius buddy bot R and D. Okay, I I feel like we're supposed to go to the buddy bot one because it's the one that sounds fun. Go whichever one your tummy tells you to go to. <laughs> what do you think, Justin? Who's Justin? Taco. You, no, this is OOC. Fantasy nope. Justin. <laughs> Fantasy. Ju- oh, I want to. Oh, do you want to speak to Fantasy Justin? Let me get him for you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Which one do you think we should do? You're on the line with Fantasy Justin. I understand you guys are playing some Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) Uh, Would love to hear your queries. I take a a ball out. Just press three (laughs) if you want to hear what my fantasies are. And press four for a dice roll. And if I press a little bit of coffee right now. If I press the hang up button, does, does, does that end everything? Well, you're charged per minute. So Hi, Fantasy Justin. A long-time minute. listener, first-time caller. <laughs> wow, caller. So good to hear from you. Um, <laughs> so We got a question out there, and it's from a Maggie Nuss. A lot of people are saying, are, is magic real? The answer is yes. <laughs> of course it is. Magnus, go ahead. You've got Fantasy Justin on the line. Magic. I hate both mode. of you so much right now. Should we go to the left or the right? What did they think, Fantasy Justin? Coming up in the next hour, Peebo Bryson. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing says love in a fantasy time like 
Peebo. This is Yamo Be There. This Yamo is fantasy. This is fantasy Justin filling in for Delilah, who I <laughs> killed and have taken over her life, the talented Mr. Ripley style. If okay. you're if you're like me out there, you are just looking for that shoulder to cry on. If you're like me out there also, you're wearing Delilah's skin. <laughs> okay. Fantasy Justin. And remember to line. put in the promo code Fantasy Justin. If you want one eight hundred Pro Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> to show the, the fantasy person in your life. Let's uh, go to I mean, little Grody. Yeah, let's go to the little buddy bot. That little genius like buddy bot RND. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you uh, place your hand on the door to the right. It opens, uh, and it reveals uh, a much smaller than room than the one you were just in. Uh, it's uh, it is a circular room with a uh, a, a vaulted ceiling. Um, and uh, about about uh, fifteen feet high, and uh, it's pretty dark in here. Actually, there's only a, a single light straight overhead that is shining down on a pedestal in the center of the room. And uh, on the uh, on that pedestal, you see uh, almost kind of like built into the pedestal, you see a adorable little robot. Uh, and Dibs. This- this little robot uh, is, uh, uh, he's got like an LED display face uh, that right now is uh, uh, just showing two closed eyes and, and one uh, thin closed mouth. Uh, it seems to be in, in idle mode. Uh, and it's, 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 it's pretty cute looking, except for one sort of um, problem, and that is this robot. Uh, and in fact, pretty much the entire room is pretty badly scorched. Yeah, hmm. uh, he's he's been he's been blackened a little bit. Uh but uh as you enter into the room and the airlock uh seals behind you, uh his eyes open up and he plays a little power up tune. Uh as he as he turns on and he says, "Hello there. My name is Hodgepodge. Are you kids ready to learn?" Yes. Yeah, we're gonna learn. Sure. Please say your names. Um, Magnus. Magnus. Is that what Magnus sounds like? Gosh, Travis, I'm really shocked. Magnus has had a bit of a sore throat lately. <laughs> Merle. Merle. Taku. Taco. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for playing. Are you excited to learn? Yeah. Yeah. Always. Please select a difficulty setting. Child. Adult. Or master. Ch- child. Child accepted. <laughs> I Ch- call it. I call child uh, mode activated. Before anybody else does anything, I call Angus. Okay. Hey, this is Angus. H- Angus What's up? Are you What's cracking? Hey, listen, are you down here? Because I can swear I'm talking to you right now. Are you down here? <laughs> No, I'm back in the I'm I'm in the director's office. We're working to figure out what that thing was, that crystal golem oh, that attacked. Likely you. story. Do you have a brother? I no, swear I, to God, there's a little robot down here. Did there's, you sell your voice for like a did robot you sell company? Your voice to a robot company? I'm not a. Do you think I'm a robot? No, no. a friendly robot. No, I'm a flesh boy. <laughs> oh my god, that just gets worse. That's the worst way you could say a flesh boy. If 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 you if you guys, if I need to get back to work. Do you need um, something? Is it no. pressing? Oh, I'm sorry. Are we oh, inconveniencing sorry. you yeah, when we're sorry. about to get blown up and burned up? You know, help if we if help, we don't want to talk you. to you, you disappear from existence. Right? Ask anybody. That's, um, that's how it works. 
Lucas chimes in uh, through the pendant, and he says, uh, "Oh, uh, well, that's um, that's that's Hodgepodge, the buddy bot. Uh, he he's he's there. He, he's one of my inventions I'm most proudest of um, because he um, he's going to teach the youth of tomorrow to be you know sharp like me. Um, it, we can't have a, a better tomorrow if the if the children of tomorrow aren't educated to be you know whip whip smart adults." So I, I made hodgepodge to sort of pass some of my uh, my intellect on to the the future generations. He's he's a real sweetheart. Cool. Um, What's he do? Uh, he just you know quizzes you on stuff, and you learn, and you become smarter by being quizzed on stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, sounds uh, straightforward. What about the fire? Smarter? What about the what? Fire. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We had the 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 room was in uh, R and D mode. We we had it. Uh, we were doing some stress testing on him just to make sure you know before we release him as a commercial product, he can stand up to you know enormous amounts of pressure or for you, when you kids know. set him on fire. Well, yeah, if a kid put him in an oven, we didn't want him to like break immediately. He's going to be a pretty expensive toy, so you know the the room has some um, some stress testing capabilities. But just like don't go around poking into the poking on the walls and it, it'll be fine um if, like if you can actually run through his program uh you'll be able to shut him down and i'll be able to to remotely turn that room off so um get get to work all right yeah child mode robbie child mode activated thank you all, for right, all right little wonder let's do this <laughs> please select a category kids the categories are math, thank you science magic spelling problem solving history so not no movies. Okay. Nothing about food. Math, science, magic, spelling, problem solving, and history. I'll take magic. We'll start with magic. Child mode. Name a spell. <laughs> Zone of truth. That's right. That's a spell. Discrepancy detected. Error detected. Please wait. Biometric scan shows the three of you are not children. Well, difficulty setting changed to master. Well, hold on. Please select a category. <laughs> if we're talking about emotional growth, yeah, I, I'm really good at spelling. I, I whisper to them: spelling or problem solving. Spelling selected. What? What? No, wait, wait. <laughs> Please spell the name of the magical creature, Aracocra. <laughs> Please spell Aracocra. No, Aracocra. Um, Eric. E R I C. Damn it. Incorrect. Eric Colcra. I went to middle school with him. Incorrect. No, I did. Please wait. Uh, it starts to make a pretty horrific buzzing sound. Here comes and the then, fire. And you hear uh, uh, some, some almost like uh, old dial up beeps and boops coming out of them. And then you hear uh, a pretty, uh, a, a much deeper. And less friendly voice come out of him. Uh, and he says, uh, Accessing R&D facilities. Accessing flame jets. I reach down and turn my belt to fire. Uh, okay, yeah, you very quickly turn your, your elemental belt to fire. Uh, and you feel a, 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 a wave of warmth wash over you. And then all three of you feel a wave of warmth wash over you as uh, small holes open up in the room uh, all around you. And jets of flame blast out of each one. Uh, uh, for about one second, you are, uh, wreathed in flame. So all of you make a dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, that's not good. Seven plus <sighs> four. Uh, no, two, nine. 17. 
Five. Wow. Are you using the right die? Are you rolling a D6? Yeah, these have been some real stinkers, Merle. Uh, one more time. What were those numbers? 25. Was, no. <laughs> 17 for Taco. Okay, Taco, you you, you, you duck down real quick. You hide behind a, the pedestal and, and get out of the way of these jets. I lift Nine up, for the Magnus. last second, I lift up my sandwich to get a nice little toast going. Oh, <laughs> okay. Nice. How long are you, you just nursing this sandwich? Uh, it's the first sandwich I've ever encountered in the entire world, ever. And he's bogarting okay. it. Fair. Uh, the uh, late Merle High Church rolled a five. <laughs> in his final uh, act <laughs> of defiance. Ooh, okay, uh, Merle, you take ten points of damage. Magnus, you take five because your elemental belt uh, <clears throat> gives you resistance. Cool. Okay, so listen. Don't maybe give up. Next- I know the three of you can do better than that. Don't give up. Okay, next time, we don't just have to fucking spell, okay? We have, like, skills and stuff. We can yeah. roll Please dice. Select, select a category. Matt, Problem sign. solving. But first, let me cast Shield of Faith. What's that do? Shield of Faith. Shimmery Field appears and surrounds a, oh, a creature of your choice. No, that's all right. I don't want to just cast it on me if I can't protect everybody. Aw. Cast right. it on him. I don't know why, but... Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm you- sorry. Problem solving. Yeah, problem let's try solving. problem solving. Because <laughs> we're really good at that. Problem solving. Master level selected. Three houses occupy a lonely village in the wilderness. One house is red, one is yellow, and the other blue. The houses are occupied by three beings, a dwarf, an orc, and a human. One of those three owns the sharpest axe in the land. Another, the most balanced sword in the land. And another, the heaviest hammer in the land. Using the following clues, please tell me the color of each house from left to right. The occupants of each house and the weapons of each person. Your clues are the dwarf and orc hate each other and refuse to be neighbors. The human lives in a blue house. The orc does not use swords. The yellow house contains the hammer. The human lives to the left of the dwarf. The red house is on the far left. One more time. Eat me. Please repeat the question. Please give me your answer. Repeat the question, please. Just once. Waiting. Your answer. <laughs> Repeated questions are prohibited on master level. The. The. Can you the use or- it in a sentence? The order of the houses from left to right is red, yellow, blue. Occupied by the orc, the dwarf, the human. Human has the hammer. The orc has the axe. And the dwarf has the other one. Almost completely wrong. <laughs> of the matrix of answers you provided, you had nine options to be correct. And you got very few of them correct. Awesome. I expected more from the three of you playing on master level. Why did you not choose a lower difficulty setting? To be fair, we did. I will offer you a second chance. The dwarf has to live in the first house. The dwarf, the dwarf has is to in live the f- in the first house, human in the second house, and the orc in the third house. Has to be. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's my part. Contribute. <laughs> <laughs> the human's in the blue house. So the human can't be on the far left. No, the human has to be in the middle. That's the only choice. Human has to be in the middle. Okay. 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 The, the okay. Perfectly balanced sword. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. I know this. The order of the houses is yellow, blue, red. Wait. Wait. The from order- left to right. Yeah. He he said the last clues that the red house is on the far left. Oh, sorry. That's what I mean. Red, blue, yellow. Right. Right. The human the is in the humans is orc, human, dwarf. Orc, human, dwarf. Right. And, and the weapons, I have no idea. Well, the human has to have the, the sword. And the hammer's in the yellow house, right? Yes. Yes, so the it would be axe, sword, hammer. Your answer, please. Okay. Okay. Uh, the order of the houses 
is red, blue, yellow. The order of the occupants is orc, human, dwarf. The order of the weapons is axe, sword, hammer. Congratulations! The three of you might just become geniuses after all. Like me, your buddy Hodgepodge. Thanks, Hodgepodge. You're a real dick. We completely broke character there. (laughs) Please select a category. How many of these damn things we gotta answer? Until you're geniuses. Please select a category. I attack him with my hammer. Or my axe. Okay. That's an 18 plus 7, 25. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Roll damage. Oh, yeah, yeah. D10. That's a 10 plus 6, 16. Uh, You actually only do 8 damage to him. Uh, And he says, Oh, be careful. You're playing a little rough. And then the holes in the wall light up again. Another spout of flame uh, shoots out. At all three of you. Dexterity saving throws, please. Uh, 16 plus 2, 18. Okay. Lucky number 13. A 2. <laughs> uh, wait, Taco and wait. Dexterity. I got a dexterity modifier. Uh, that's a 6. Oh, well, that doesn't do it. Uh, ter- Taco and Merle, uh, the two of you take... Uh, that's 8 damage each. <sighs> As you are wreathed in flames. Play easy. You don't want to break me, do you? No. Oh, wait. I have a great idea. No, you don't. You just had a I horrible do. idea. Hear me out. Hear me out. I pick up the, my stone of far speech. Angus. Yeah. What's up? I want you to just stay on the channel and listen. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Um, What, what are you doing? Uh, we, There's like a robot who's like asking us questions and I want you to. Oh, like a puzzle them. game. That's my favorite. Yeah, I thought that yeah, might be is. the case. Uh, All right, we just set. Can we just set the stone in front of the robot, and can we leave, or can we? Just yeah, leave? we're good now, right? Good Griffin, now, you right? can talk to yourself. Uh, the robot says, uh, "Please select a category: math, uh, sp- science, sp- ma- spelling, spelling." <laughs> another chance. Spell Aracocra. And Angus uh, chimes in and says, uh, "Oh, guys, this one's easy. It's A A R A K O C R A." Tell him, A-A-R-A. A-A-R-A. K-O-C-R-A. C-R-A. That's right. Please wait. Error detected. Tits. <laughs> External communication detected. The three of you aren't cheating, are you? No. A little. No. <laughs> uh, uh, the room starts to glow blue a little bit, and then you hear Angus go, uh, Hey, guys, is something going... Guys, is something... I can't... Wrong with... Oh. And then the line goes dead. Okay. Now it's just the four of us. It's time to have some real fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. 
Ty is a pedantic person. I think when he pronounces these words, it's it's in a very show-offy way. Gyro. Gyro. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Ayers Rock. Uluru. (laughs) (laughs) What you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with real cases. They call in via Skype to Judge John Hodgman's court, the real people's court. Now I call you to Judge John Hodgman's internet court. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts.